Ooh, welcome to my Xbox and me episode. Oh no, I forgot the numbers again. Two hundred and twenty-four, I think. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside a whole group of people this week. Uh, we will start with the one who's so fresh. They call him Too Fresh. Crash, how are you? Hi. Oh, are we doing it again? <laughs> we've got people. We've got a whole squad. Are we doing this again? Really? Doing what? You know exactly what. I don't know what you're talking about. The intro of the show is meant to be where the most energy is, and you're meant to tailor off. You come with no energy at the start, and then get more energetic at the end. Yeah. It's my unique signature to a podcast. <sighs> okay, can we stop that signature? Can we try and like give you a new, new finishing move like a wrestler, please? No. Okay, fine. Well, to my left, I think, maybe right, depends on the way this comes out, uh, the one and only super killer bunny. How are you, bunny? What up? How's it going? See? Energy. Thank you. It's about time. That's all I got. Oh, I'm done for now we're today. done. Great. <laughs> Great. Great. And last, but certainly not least, the man who now has a beard and looks like a real adult, finally. Zyger, how are you? Zyger, you can't sit Hi. there and act like you didn't look You didn't look like an adult beforehand. Hi. <sighs> Scrubs. Scrubs. <laughs> Idiots. So this is the no, first... what's good? What's good? Oh, now you want to talk, eh? All right, great. Um, well, this is the first time we've actually got, like, a full set of crew on for a long, long time. I haven't done a four-man podcast in forever. Like, years now. Because they're usually a shit show. So don't ruin it, guys. You know. Don't ruin it. I already broke the one rule that I said to... Said, did I not say, Crash? What did I say? I'm going to stop swearing. Did I not say that? Already oh, swore. Yeah, already yep. swore. Damn it. Well, this episode's already oh, done. Oh, shit. Is this supposed to be family-friendly? Um, yeah, it was good. We go starting next week, all right? Starting next week. It's all good. Starting Start next, next week. week. Starting next week. It's fine. Okay, um, okay. How is everybody? Obviously, this is everyone. There's more of us, but we all work on www.myxboxandme.com, which is really strange. I say we all work. Yeah. Me and Crash are kind of just there, if I'm being honest. <laughs> if I'm being honest. We're sort of like, I know what we'll do. We'll do the video side of things and haven't done the video side of things yet. So, mm. kind of strange. Hmm. Well, this is the first time we've got you. So, Zyger, what do you do on my Xbox and me.com? Uh, I'm usually just a news writer. I'm getting interviews. However, uh, the first game I was trying to do the review for, I lost the review. And the game's not good. Music okay. Racer, not a good game. Don't play it. I was like, uh, I don't want this to be the first review. I had like a mediocre score of like two or three. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I respect it. I respect it. Um, <laughs> Bunny, and what about yourself? What do you do? Uh, mostly do reviews. Um, I chip in a little bit on the news side when Zagger's asleep or, uh, you know, I'm not working my yep. other job. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I've been, you know, working on my first review, waiting for code for review yeah. two still. But, uh, yeah, that's that one's going to be tight. Probably not going to hit that release date uh, mm. with this timing now. I but, won't worry uh, about yeah. it. Yeah. It's... Cool. Uh, Good time. How, Exciting time. Forget Crash for now, because he doesn't do nothing, nor do I. How are you guys feeling about it all? Obviously, we, we, we announced it. We had the big response. Um, a lot of people very interested. I've had a lot of people reach out. What's it been like for you guys? Is it, is it How does it feel to be creating content, finally, if it's something that you clearly oh. wanted to do, but now you have a place for it to go? Yeah, it's good. It's definitely satisfying. Um, and to play games with a different purpose, finally. <laughs> like through, with a different lens instead of just like what is going to make what's the most fun for me like actually getting to think critically about games is 
uh, again, is is really nice. So, mm-hmm. and what about you, Zaga? I I really agree with that sentiment. Lately, I have just been playing games on like my iPad or my phone because it, I've just been so busy with life. But now I have a new reason to get back into console gaming. I've been playing on my Xbox lately, doing more Halo. It's like, oh, it's like Buddy was saying, it's cool to have a more or look at things in a more critical sense than before I was just having fun. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I mean, it's interesting because I'm at the other end now where I'm like, I finally get to just play games that I want to play and I don't have to be as critical. I play what I want and talk about on the podcast, like Zombie Army, which is obviously what I've been playing. We'll talk about it in a little bit, but it's like, yeah cool i just get to shoot zombies in the face there's not much more to it i'm really enjoying it so how does that feel for you like i mean it's nice because again it, it takes the pressure off because the thing is with my xbox and me is when we do the podcast on a weekly a week-to-week basis it's very hard to hear everything obviously especially if you're not interested in everything as well so it's nice to have amy obviously out there killing it on reviews or you or whoever it is reviewing games like okay this was I can finally source that on the podcast and be like, Bunny said this about the game and these synopsis. Go read the full review and then you'll get a full overview of what it is. And it's just nice to not like RPGs are not my thing, like JRPGs especially. It's like mm. <laughs> everyone's just oh, it's, that's perfect. That's why you guys are here. God damn it. Um, but it's like for me, I'm just like, yeah, that's not for me. So it's perfect. I have a voice. There's people out there that have a voice that can voice it now. And yeah, it feels good for me. Chris, how does it feel for you? Amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Wonderful. Chris, you just sort of snuck into this podcast, right? Like how 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 Chris kept the lights on for a while and now he's just like, I'm just gonna ride this out. I'm just waiting. <laughs> he's like a senior in college. He's shown up totally stoned <laughs> for finals, like it doesn't matter at all. It really doesn't. Just, it really doesn't. Oh, it's great, man. He loves it. He loves it, really. He pretends not to, but he loves it, really. Right? Yes. Oh, my sure. God. Let's get, into, let's, get in, let's get into the rigor and roll. Uh, if you don't know, you can get this show early over on patreon.com slash mcfixer. Uh, you can find us on all podcast services, except for SoundCloud. Um... Please go subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash me. Maybe one day me and Chris will make tons of content on there. We made, to be fair, the one big piece that came out, we made a video. To be fair. That is true. To be fair. Could we be oh, doing more? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, and last but not least, go and rate us on iTunes. Bunny, have you rated us on iTunes? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, okay. Zyga? Yeah. Have you? Me? I was the first person to do it. <laughs> of course I have. How are you going to Shout out again to uh, Lil Smee. He's going to get shout outs for, the, for a while. Oh, and still your fiancés, girlfriends, boyfriends, aunties, uncles, cousins, nephews, sisters, brothers. Five-year-olds have got, kids, have got phones now. They've got iTunes accounts. Go and steal their phone and review my Xbox and me. Five stars with a nice message. Thank you. <laughs> Topic of the show this week, boys. Anthem is getting a major overhaul. Bioware confirms in a official blog, uh, <laughs> in an official blog post. Hudson uh, thanked readers for one year of Anthem, a game he says, "quote represented a big leap in a new territory for us as a studio." Hudson acknowledged that since launch there has been critical feedback from fans saying Anthem quote needs a more satisfying loot experience, better long-term progression, and a more fulfilling endgame. Uh, 
he also went on to say, over the coming months, we will be focusing on a long-term redesign of the experience, specifically working to re reinvent the core gameplay loop with a clear goals, uh, motivating challenges and progression with meaningful rewards while preserving the fun of flying and fighting in a vast science fi uh, fantasy setting. Who cares? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I've, I, we've spoken about it on this podcast so much, so much. We've spoken about Anthem. Like I was, there was a point when I just said I'm not talking about it anymore. I'll start with Crash because I know he's probably of the three of us. He's probably the biggest fan of Anthem, and then we can trash it afterwards. Crash, how are you feeling about all of this? Um, I'm kind of excited to see what they do with it. Uh, I don't like. I don't expect anything anytime soon from this no I think i don't think it'll be poor i think it'll be good i don't think i don't know if it'll revive the game i don't know if it'll fix all that all those issues um because a game like this also requires a player base so even if they do fix a lot of the issues and people don't come back to it i don't think that really matters at that point what do they need to do for you to come back? The whole reason you dropped out wasn't because of its gameplay, was strictly because of all the things that they've sound, which is motivating intelligence, progression, meaningful yeah. rewards. That is literally the things that stopped you from playing the game. So what do they need to do to get you back in on a regular occurrence? Just fix the loot system and fix how you get loot and all the events tied around it. Um, they had strongholds, and strongholds were supposed to be... I think they meant for it to be like the equivalent of a raid, but it was to me always felt more like a dungeon where yeah, it wasn't supposed to be sort of that end game end game there was supposed to be something even tougher than that and they never gave us that so i think adding depth to that and there is the uh making the grandmaster difficulty and all those worth doing and going up in difficulty because you could go up to what was it grandmaster three yeah and it wasn't worth it because you were getting better loot in grandmaster one yeah which yeah. was silly zyga how are you feeling about Anthem? Where where did you where did you come down Anthem when it first released? First of all, so before Anthem's released, I was super excited for the game. I wanted to get it day one. It looked great, uh, but by the time Anthem came out, I couldn't afford it at the time. I was like, okay, I'll hold off, get yeah. it later. And then I watched other people stream. I saw you and Crash stream it, uh, multiple other people, and I was looking through it. I'm like, oh, this game doesn't look like what I thought it would be. Yeah, and then it. I, all I see is just the problems from the outside with the game, how it's handling its story loosely, how the end game was bare bones at first. And I just kept seeing all these problems. And then with Anthem's development side, they kept talking about how they wanted to fix things. I remember at one point, like after the first month, they had a roadmap of all of the updates that were going to happen throughout the year. And then a few weeks later, they said, oh, this roadmap we're tossing aside. Yeah. For doing an entirely new roadmap i'm like okay i have no idea what the plan for this game is and i lost all interest on it so you've not played it at all then no okay interesting bonnie what about you i really liked anthem like i really liked how it felt to play uh flying was awesome like it's the best iron man game that we've ever gotten right but it it left me wanting in the loot department. Um, yeah. It it left me wanting in the end game department. Yeah. Uh, and I I'm interested. I wouldn't say I'm excited. 
uh, per se, but I'm definitely interested to see what this revival looks like and if it can have a satisfying loot experience that uh, has been, for me, missing in most games. Um, like, Diablo 3 is the only thing, and since I've put that down, uh, haven't really found anything that hits on both short-term, like, pick up, play for 15 to 15 minutes, a half an hour, you know, and feel like I've made some sort of progress, gotten some loot, um, and also be able to play for, like, four or five hours and feel like I'm not just making tiny little bits of progress in that yeah. time, but making, a, like, a big chunk um, and feeling rewarded for the, the time that I put in, so. Fair enough. I d- I'm so conflicted, obviously. I played Anthem. We played... I did 10 hours on PC. I think we've got over... I think I've got over 50 to 60 hours on Xbox. We smashed that game when it first came out. Me, Crash, Haley, Mood... Uh, no, Mood didn't play with us. Stu. Um, Moody played with us a little bit. N- tiny bit. I know he didn't like it. Um, Like, the squad. We had, like, two squads rolling. Paul, we had, like, two squads rolling thick, playing that game constantly. And... My biggest letdown for the game, number one, was its story. As someone who isn't like a big Bioware guy, that's never been me. I've never, I wasn't into Mass Effect, I wasn't into Dragon Age. So, I was, this was a world I actually was interested in. And it was like, okay, well, here we go. I'm going to get a story that actually matters. Didn't get that. Didn't get a story that mattered. Didn't get a story that, that, nothing about it mattered. Nothing. So, okay, cool. We go on to its gameplay. And... I think the real, I think the one for us who have played it, we agree the gameplay is good, right? Like the gameplay of yeah. Anthem is actually good. It's very fun. Uh, flying is the best flying I've had in a game, bar none, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And I like, I like the way the game plays. I like the way it feels. Everything about its gameplay is solid, but it is everything else that they've already said and which we've spoken about is is that enough though if you fix the progression system if you fix end game if you fix motivating goals if you if you fix that i still don't care at this point because i was like i was saying by the time this comes out realistically we're gonna have new consoles we're gonna have launch title games we're gonna have why am i coming back to anthem like really why like that's that's sort of where i'm at and i don't know where you guys fit like Zaga, someone you've not played the game at all. So, does any of this getting fixed? Does that make you want to try it for the first time, or are you at the at that point where it's like, well, it's old game, old game's old? Well, personally, when I saw the statement yesterday, I'm like, did you not say this a few months ago? Like, I feel like the Anthem's whole story is constantly saying, oh, we're going to fix it, we are going to fix it, and it's been like that since launch. It's been a year. And you're putting out a new statement saying that you're also going to fix it, but there's no roadmap, there's no timeline for when these fixes are going to happen. It's like, okay, so what have you been saying the past year that you're not that's new now? Yeah, like I don't understand what's changed as far as like the studio is like, oh, we're going to revamp this. We heard all the feedback. I'm like, have you not been hearing the feedback when you Since initially launch. took out your first roadmap? Right? Yeah, no, hundred percent. So like when. I, I don't know what Anthem can do at this point to like get people like me into the game who haven't played it or who are new to the experience. Or like, yeah, they would have... I honestly cannot think of what they could do. It yeah. would have to be something big. They would have to do a lot of free content. I would say they probably have to do like a free play weekend on Xbox or on PlayStation 2. I don't know if 
PlayStation does that still. No one like cares. This is my happen. Xbox and me. Who gives a crap? Yeah, they probably yeah, have to do a free play weekend to get people into the ecosystem yeah. and try the game out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't think this blog post was for any of us, to be honest. Who's it for? I think it was for. I, I think, think that's for, for the people who. Are, yeah. To tell to let them know like 10 you guys aren't going to be playing. getting new content. Yeah, you aren't <laughs> going to be getting new content. We're completely working on the game from the ground up to try and like fix everything that was wrong with it. instead of like hitting it in spots and everything not resonating. Sort of go at it from the ground up. Yeah. And then I, reinventing the core gameplay loop like that's a deep thing to do. Like if you it, look at yeah. other games that have like in the looting system. I, again, I think Diablo Three is. A, probably the best example because diablo 3 killed itself by trying to force the real money auction house and it died it almost like completely died until reaper of souls came out and saved the game uh like that expansion legitimately saved diablo 3 and uh i think diablo had a lot of name recognition behind it the anthem doesn't really but uh I think it's possible that they like a full reinvention of that core gameplay loop could really uh, make a big difference for the people who play Anthem and then word of mouth, word of mouth, you know, comes in, they get their buddy who left, who thought it felt great to play to come back in. And then it it slowly kind of grassroots into something. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's what they have to do at this point is really completely reinvent the game and, save it from itself yeah i don't think the game needs to go from like zero to 100 in terms of like player base i do think the reinvention will come out i do think they'll try and get a decent amount a decent sized player base and then go from there and have it sort of be you know something along the lines of warframe or something yeah where they'll keep like dishing out content occasionally maybe drop bigger content patches and whatnot all of it free or you think they'll they'll try and monetize this Uh-oh. game soon because obviously there's only skins i think you have to pay for right yeah yeah and some emotes i think got it yeah so like there were some cosmetic things but nothing yeah all cosmetic yeah it's all cosmetic yeah yeah, yeah. so do you think I... that do you think they'll try and be like hey we fixed the game so now here's the big here's the big expansion or i think yeah whenever they're done with this what they're gonna do is like hey um for anybody who buys the game up to this date, which will be maybe a week or two out from the notice they give, like you guys will get a free upgrade to the game, and then anybody who gets it after that date, you'll have to pay forty or twenty bucks or whatever they make it. What, out. for an expansion, or not for all these changes, right? For an expansion, for all the changes. No way, they're not charging for these changes. Yeah, I don't think they can charge. For no, 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 no. not like n- not charge then, anybody who has the post? game already. No, what? So yeah. Whatever. So after these big changes, um, oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's the only time that they would get away with being able to charge anybody any more money for this game is if this these changes come around. It's successful. They get some amount of goodwill back because they have Bioware has unfortunately burned yes. all of the Mass Effect goodwill uh, and Dragon Age goodwill that they had uh, in the the 360 era um so it's it's gonna be a big big hill to climb and i don't think they can charge for this for a very long time Hmm. um unless it's like anthem two sized 
Dude, but and quality. Who like, is who would stuff. buy an Anthem two? Seriously. Like I again I put I put a number of hours into the game, enjoy its gameplay. But I'm like, you have proven your track record with this now. That I'm not yeah. touching this with a barge pole at all. Yeah. No way. I'm not, I'm not saying that they should do a No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They sh like the only time that they could get away with that is if this is successful and then they have something that is as big as a sequel that adds to Anthem. I don't think they can actually launch a sequel and have any sort of player base uh i don't think they would do a sequel i don't they think won't so. that's that's a different no. conversation yeah. so this yeah. quality of content that they would need yeah. after already having a successful fair enough well let's jump into fix a sec real quick and uh mr moody says with bioware confirming that anthem will be getting a substantial reinvention do you think that it will be at e3 this year or do you think they will maybe hold until later in the year, or at Game Awards, or at E3 2021? No, I just think I just think this is just going to yeah. come out. I don't think you're going to. This is not. They will not talk about Anthem on a big stage ever Unless again. Unless it's successful, they might. Have I think some so. Okay, they, a sequel, yeah. a sequel, no, no. maybe yeah. if this is successful. But I don't think we will hear about Anthem number one on a big stage ever again. I think there's a possibility. There's definitely I think if the reinvention like goes well and they have an expansion they want to hype it up, we could see it at a Game Awards or something. But that's only if it goes well and it gets a good-sized player base where it would be worth it. Mm -hmm. What do we classify as a good-sized player base nowadays? What is that? What does that look like now for a game like this? Anything bigger than Stadia. <laughs> <laughs> so bigger than five. All right, got it. Yeah. Um, um, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like anymore. I, I think that's like, you have to look at it from multiple angles. Yeah. Um, how is the Reddit community on that? How is the Twitch community? How is the YouTube community and all these other places? Hmm. And they may have something that is, uh, they might have a player base that's somewhere just hiding away, you know? That would shock me. You could be, you could 100% I mean, be right, but I would be absolutely shocked if that was the case. Yeah, they do have uh, Origin and EA Access, yeah. you know, which is, I, I played it on Origin Access. That's a really good point. They just throw that, this in EA Access. That's a huge yeah, player I mean, base comeback in. already in EA Access. Oh, is it already so, in there? Yeah, oh, okay. it, it's definitely there. Um, and if they push something big and, like, put it on the front page of EA Access or Origin and say, hey, here's, come on back. We've got all this new stuff, you know, they could get, I still don't think they. I still don't think they get people back. I. Um, I mean. I again. I live in such. I live in such my do. echo chamber though, where it's like, f this game, f this game, f this game. Mm -hmm. So it's so hard to crawl out of it. Where yeah. like you can't. Like Chris is the only person who will like. He said like, oh yeah, I'll go back. Like everyone was like, no, are you crazy? And I'm like very much like, are you? I'm not going back. No way. If it wasn't my job to go back, I wouldn't be going back. Simple. Like no yeah. way. I I was annoyed when we and Chris brought up a good point. Like, do you not feel like you got a bang for your buck with this game? I'm like, no. Are you crazy? Like, I was expecting Ace. And don't get me wrong, I played it for a lot of hours. Not the amount of time put in. It's what I got out of the game. Mm -hmm. Free strongholds. Yeah. yeah. Free free um, strongholds with no end game of a game that's a looter, as you always say. Like, no, that's not good enough. Yeah, yeah. I think like my whole perspective is, is we've seen games reinvent themselves and come out for the better multiple times but we see them do it wrong plenty of times as well true oh, yeah 
But I here for me, it really comes down to I really liked Anthem's gameplay. Yeah. So exactly. much so that I'm landing on the optimistic side with this. Realistically, do I think this will be successful? No, it's EA. It's a Bioware who isn't as good as they used to be once upon a time. So it probably won't end up where it needs to be, but I'm I'm hopeful that it will. Hmm. All right, well, let's move yeah. off. Um, oh, go on, Zach. Go ahead, please. I, I just wanted to do quick little research to see what the player base is now. And in the past, like, three or so months on both PlayStation and Xbox, the player base is around uh, 1,400. Jesus. No. Not 1,400. 140,000. That's that 140,000 on both systems. I'm like, okay. Okay. So the player base is... There's someone a there. decent size. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's bigger than I thought it'd be honest. So okay, does crossplay help this? Does cross progression help this? Is it all those things they add as well on top of all I of think that? Right. I think cross progression progression would be massive. Yeah. Like yeah, crossplay like... will absolutely help. I don't know about mm -hmm. cross cross progression progression. Yeah. I, think, I don't know if that's um, something that they can actually do. Yeah. If they can do cross progression and they can't do crossplay, I think that helps. But crossplay probably more so than cross progression, right? Yeah, crossplay um, specific like one Anthem account, you know, and pick it up on whatever platform. Could it not just be play. like Xbox? You just have to log into your Origin account, and maybe PlayStation would allow it, but they I know Xbox would, one. right? Yeah. Does Anthem have any like PvP mode? Because I know no. PC or Anthem's on PC. It's like okay, the only issue of crossplay would be consoles no. against no, PC no, players, no. but. No. No PvP, all PvE. They didn't want it to mess with balance. Yeah, that was yeah. makes sense with crossplay as well. You know how yeah, the, they should absolutely work on getting crossplay added. Yeah, I know they had that in the plans way back when they made a comment about it, but obviously stuff got derailed. <laughs> you think? <laughs> all right, Just a little bit. moving on. Uh, we've got another question here in Fixer Sack from Zyga's Twitter, actually, which says, what does Xbox have to do with a new IP to make it stand out? Like, Bleeding Edge is a new IP, but it doesn't resonate with people the same way Horizon did when it was revealed. What does Microsoft have to do with their approach to a new IP to make people care? From Sarah Squid 69 To be fair, you're instantly comparing a 25 pound game and a 60 pound game and i think that's what people forget with bleeding edge bleeding edge is not a 60 dollar game it's not yeah. a tri it is from a tri uh, a triple a studio but it's not a triple a budget game you can clearly tell that it's it this game for me seems like it was something that was like all right we're gonna green like this because we have game pass it was like, yeah. if, if Game Pass didn't exist, I don't think you see this game even come out, honestly. Not that I don't think it's a good game, because I do think it's a good game. But I don't think in today's climate, for a first party, back in the day I'm talking, this wasn't a game that Xbox would publish. No way. Yeah. yeah. Like, now, after playing the game myself, I was like, damn, this is really fun. This is really good. Will it have the legs that it needs and the play again back to player base? I don't know. But every mm -hmm. Xbox exclusive that's came out in Game Pass has had monstrous amounts of players. Look at Sea of Thieves. Mm -hmm. Even Crackdown. As much as it hurts me to say, yeah. it has a player base. People play the game. And Microsoft, yeah. you, you can get back to me with messages if you want. I know I trust Crackdown. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's for me, it's you, you can't compare Bleeding Edge with Horizon Zero Dawn. 
you can't it's not the same no, no, no. it's not yeah. even in the same same kettle of fish it's just not it doesn't work like that compare the initiatives new game when that finally gets revealed and announced with horizon zero dawn last of us um god of war that's what you need to compare it to gears of war maybe i know some people don't like gears of war i like gears of war i think it stands up there with a lot of playstation's first party games from a, a lot of people talk about gears of war as well you know there is a buzz around it no gears there's not i disagree with you i think there's no buzz around gears of war at all there yeah there wasn't it, like gears 5 came out and there was nothing and i i loved gears of war 4 and i still have only played like the first mission of gears 5 the like, problem the problem with gears 5 was the problems it had at launch obviously which i went through specially and chris you can't say that bro we didn't even touch multiplayer we didn't touch multiplayer not to the degree the, to the degree that we we even did with four we didn't touch it the way the way we thought we would and i don't know what that is i don't know whether it's my taste buds have changed as a gamer or Gears of War's multiplayer isn't as good as I remember it being, or it's such a hard learning curve that, and not that I'm not good at it, that just when you want to try to get new people in, it's just like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm just getting shotgun every two seconds. Like, that's mm. all people think when they think Gears of War multiplayer. And it's strange, because that's the one thing I think Microsoft have over Sony when it comes to their first-party games, is multiplayer. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Always. Like you yeah, can't 100%. single player. Single. That's what I think we make a big deal about. Like, oh, Sony single player is amazing. Totally agree. Some of my favorite games of all time are Sony single player games, but mm. they don't have a single, not one multiplayer game that I care about. Not one. Mm. Um, they do have Uncharted multiplayer. Okay. I, yeah, Uncharted multiplayer is that I'd care really about. Popular. That I ca- being popular means okay. nothing. Well, being good is what yeah, I'm talking no, about. No, no, absolutely. Being popular no, is a stretch. Good. Um, but. <laughs> I mean, people swear by it. A first yeah, person who... or a first party game that was specifically about story, it's definitely a surprise that Uncharted has such a, like, any sort of good multiplayer community because you can still jump in and find a game, like, right away. Uh, it, it's not, it, it's not like uh, Doom 2016's multiplayer on any platform. Yeah, but I forget that game in the lobby. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, a- another primarily single-player story game that has a multiplayer suite, but it just, the multiplayer just never caught on, right? Um, whereas Uncharted's multiplayer has caught on way more than I think anybody ever expected it to. But, okay, um, that's, that's, yeah. That's beside the, the Xbox point. Like, Xbox has always had the, the multiplayer. Like, hey, they've always had Halo. They've mm-hmm. always had Gears, you know. Forza. Um, yeah, Forza uh has a huge yeah ridiculous i don't know what grants Turismo uh, has i don't know that might be the only one that might be decent gt is still like one of the biggest sony releases every time they release a game even gt sports um, mm. like way up there in player base because people buy playstations just to play the news grant Turismo. yeah um, i totally agree but okay so the question is though take bleeding edge out of it what does sony what does xbox need to do to stand up to the big first parties of sony crash oh somebody gone if we if we take her i think horizon's a really good comparison point Um, new ip it's not bleeding edge yeah yeah new ip from an established developer so i think we need to see an established developer get the time and resources to 
put together their own new IP and actually push it like Sony pushes it, like end a conference with that, you know, with an announcement or a reveal from the coalition, but it's not Gears of War or from 343, but it's not Halo, right? This is a new IP. We're starting from the ground up and it's single player story based with a big multiplayer suite, right? Like you need something from an established developer to spark something to say, oh, Microsoft is funding and Microsoft is backing these big experiences that have both this big single player aspect and a multiplayer aspect that we can really latch onto as a community. See, I feel like Ninja Theory is that now. Where I know they, they have a smaller team, yeah? And I'm really interested to see how this new Hellblade is. Yeah. Like with yeah. with it being so they've got more funding, it's a bigger team than the first, but still quite small. It's like can that live up to the expectations that people want? Again, I, they're in such different positions, Sony and Microsoft, mm-hmm. when it comes to their studios. Microsoft have 15 new studios now, or 15 studios altogether. Correlation mm-hmm. makes Gears of War. That's what they do. They make Gears of War games. Free for free makes Halo. So you can't, yeah, it's yeah. hard It's hard to use those two. Now my thing goes, okay, cool. What is the initiative working on? What is Undead Labs working on? What is Playground working on besides Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon? What is Obsidian's next game after what yeah. they just released? What's Compulsion's game next? Like, right. yeah. if you look at Compulsion, especially Compulsion, after watching that documentary they put out on YouTube, I was blown away. I'm like, if you really take back what... Um, we Happy Few is, like, you st- strip it back. There's a good game in there. Unfortunately, it is mixed with survival elements and this, and then it's in London, and it's this, and it's that. But if you can strip that back a little bit and go, okay, we are making this game, I don't think... I think you've got something good on your hands there. And I feel like we're waiting. We're waiting for, like, our Uncharted. We're wait- I don't think we're going to get it. I don't think that's what Xbox is. Yeah. Um, One I just I, looking at a list of studios, Playground Games is. There's been a lot of rumors around. They're gonna make Fable. On. Yeah, yeah. Um, ideally, yeah, well, ideally, yeah. And that maybe Playground, maybe that whatever this new Fable game is, is is what I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah. But I, I still don't think it's gonna be compared because I guarantee the art style is not gonna be the way Horizon is. And I feel It'll like that's instant. That's instantly where people go, right? It's like you look at Horizon. And it's like, wow, look how beautiful it is. And then like you look at yeah. Fable. I can still look at Fable two, three to then. I can go, that's a good looking game. Like it's not. Mm-hmm. It's it for what it is. Like yeah, it's yeah. that. It's that's the problem. Xbox. That's why I'm excited for what Initiative are doing mm-hmm. because that's what I'm expecting to be. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm expecting to be humans, so they can show off how beautiful the tech is. It's going to be that level of game I'm expecting from them. Will it happen? I don't know. But Phil's out there testing it at the moment, as we know. Saw pictures early. <laughs> so um, I don't know, man. It's like, I don't know. It's interesting. I just don't see... I don't see the comparisons myself, but maybe I've been in it too long. Where I'm like, I'm not comparing the studios anymore. Sony do this very well. Microsoft do this very well. Yeah. Um. I, honestly, like, I think Microsoft just needs to show a gameplay with a really cool concept that looks nice and then deliver on it and i think the second part will be big to start getting people into being invested in microsoft games i don't think it'll be an immediate thing i think for xbox fans and game pass that does a huge bump for that but i think for the general public like it will be a slow burn to get people invested into it 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. As far as like addressing the question, uh, taking Bleeding Edge out, the only other like new Microsoft IP this gen that I could think of is Sea of Thieves. But even then, that had a rocky launch. The marketing was a little weird, and they had the game didn't feel polished enough. So if Microsoft were to introduce a I new disagree. IP, I disagree well, from the game being polished. The game was polished fine. There was nothing to do in it. Is okay, what my fair. biggest problem was. Yeah, it was I, kind of like an empty sandbox. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess what I was trying to more to what I was trying to say was the game didn't feel finished. Okay, cool. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if Microsoft were to introduce a new IP, they had to learn from what they did with CFD. It's like, okay, we had to market the game better, explain what it is, uh, what people can expect from this game, yeah. and deliver a full-fledged product instead of having to do what they did with CFDs and having to do like monthly updates to the Builds game constantly it, yeah. to get the player base back in. Mm-hmm. It has to have a good launch. Like... It has to be a complete experience on launch. I agree. That's something I feel like you're... I think you've hit the nail on the head there, which is what I feel like all... Maybe not all. That's probably too far. But a lot of Microsoft games have had a problem with so far. Gears of War, uh, Sea of Thieves. I was just going to say, Master Chief Collection, uh, State of Decay 2, the online didn't work properly. Like... These are all games that I am personally, as an Xbox fanboy, as most people know, like I love these games. Don't get me wrong, but I'm interested to see what they do with Bleeding Edge. That's that's mm. that's the next one, right? I believe. Yeah, um, yeah the beta is yeah. this weekend. Yeah, the beta is this yeah. weekend. I'm interested to see how that performs and how how people will either go, "Oh, this is really cool," or they're gonna be like, "I don't like this." It's Overwatch but fine. That's what it is. Like when I played yeah. it, it's it's so fun so fun how long does it last though that's my thing right so i yeah. guess i guess we'll have to wait and see i we'll guess see. we will game wait. pass is gonna help that out a lot definitely mm-hmm. uh next question is from teddy chineris that's that right yep yeah shout out to me i'm the best uh number one uh what is your favorite part of assassin's creed odyssey crash what's your favorite part i know it's your favorite assassin's creed so that's Oh, how it's a stealth game and you get to assassinate people by pressing a button? Wait, you can't do that. <laughs> I hate you so much. Why do you ha- hate on my favorite? No, actually. Hmm. Origins is my the favorite. Options. The really? options. Origins is my favorite Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yeah, he has a bad taste. Don't mind him. All right, fair. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say that. Don't worry. Don't worry. Say it. No, it's all good. It's Say all, it. it's Go all good. What is okay? If you've got no favorite parts of that game, then the options, oh, like dialogue literally. options and all that oh, stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Bunny. God, uh, that game is so big, and that's the worst part of it. Yeah. For me. So it's it's, it's hard to to pick. Like, I don't know. I really liked the. Uh, Cassandra, the the lead female, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, play, like she was a really interesting character. I thought, and uh, I really enjoyed her snark and and wit. Like, I think she was probably my favorite part of the game, um, as far as I played. I did not get super super deep into it, but uh, that her character and uh, reaction and interaction with the world around her was definitely my favorite part. Fair enough, Ziggles. 
my favorite part is definitely the RPG aspects of the game. You get gear, you can level up the gear, uh, special loadouts, your character levels up, you have your skill trees, like, and what Takush was saying, the options, which is, I feel new to Assassin's Creed, yeah, where you can actually yeah. like change how the story plays out mm-hmm. in smaller ways. Yeah. And like, oh, that's interesting to see with how Assassin's Creed usually has a strict canon. Now mm-hmm. players have an influence on parts of that canon. It's like, oh, that's a cool change to the what I expect from the gameplay series. But yeah, definitely the RPG elements that started in uh, Origins, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. evolved it into this, as well as the whole, not nemesis system, but like, that one system where they had the cult of cosmos yeah yes yeah I, being able to track down bounties and whatnot that was cool yeah, yeah i yeah. i agree i agree with all of you it's odyssey for me again was just a, a origins was better for me personally just because i liked bayek as a character better i liked egypt i went to egypt because of the goddamn game like that tells you everything you need to know odyssey for me they stripped away the best part for me which was the hunting and like building that 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 sort of stuff for me i and again it wasn't like you have to go out and hunt but like living up your patches and stuff like that i really enjoyed that i remember being there talking to crash all the time like he's like what are you doing i'm like uh hunting ducks and hunting this or hunting <laughs> that or hunting birds and it's like for what i'm like oh just so i can carry more arrows like, i missed that part of in odyssey my favorite part though mm. yeah I, I actually think the story is really good um really enjoyed the story Again, it's a little bit long in the tooth, especially when you have that much going on. I would much rather a condensed store, like main story. So bring that down to 20 to 30 hours and then let people go crazy with how much you got. That's like, that right. world is ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's very much of the um, The Witcher for me, where like you open that map and you go, yep. oh, God, oh, there's yeah. too much to do. I don't like this. It's too much you, to do. You finish that first island, you're just kind of like, all right, cool. Let me it, hit this. Map, and then you're screen. like, wait, yeah, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a like, lot. It's a lot. It's like you've seen three percent of the world. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And yeah, I think that that would. But... That's a good thing and a bad thing, right? I suppose mm-hmm. they don't expect you to get to everything, but as a gamer, I'm sure we all have it. We're like, well, we yeah. want to, we want to see it all. We want to see every part of this, and it's like, oh, yeah. it's just not doable. Well, yeah. yeah. They made a game that could be somebody's only game for yes. like a whole year, 100%. which I think was their goal with it. I think so there they are know. That I think only they like know. Playing one game, it's yeah. FIFA, Madden, COD, Assassin's Creed. Like they know that some people buy those games, and it's just that. So they have to yeah. give them, but and I do think Ubisoft do a good job of that, of giving them bang for their buck when it comes to, especially the latest Assassin's Creed games. I can't speak of anything before that, but they've yeah. also been really good with their uh, post-launch uh, support and updates. You got oh, yeah, more, yeah, they like, did a great job in Origins both. Origins had a both. weird Final Fantasy crossover. Yep. Uh, yeah. Like they do a lot of cool, like weird little things. They don't take themselves too seriously, and no. they're not super predatory uh, to their consumers. It's, yeah, they're a solid company. Yeah. Again, I think that's something they've learned from because they've definitely had problems mm-hmm. in Assassin's Creed with microtransactions and things like oh, that. Yeah. I remember that being in Unity, being like it was working. a big thing. Unity again, um, being a big thing, and oh, it feels like they've Assassin's learned from that. <laughs> so yeah, it's good. I'm, I mean, I'm, I enjoy, it. I enjoy. It. I, I always wanted to go back to Odyssey and just never had the time. Nor a part of me is just like, what, am, what am I going to get out of this? Like. I'm going to jump in and go, 
this is too much. This is too much. I don't want this. So bring on Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> Until uh, I see how big that is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, oh dude. Oh, God. The next question is what's your favorite food and colors? But we're going to skip that one. Teddy's an idiot. Bun him. Um, oh, not. Man, Teddy. Would you, what's your favorite colors, Igor? Green. Yeah, I knew that. Bunny? Uh, it's not perceivable by the human eye. I can't describe it. Perfect, so. perfect. Crash? Okay. Uh, blue, red. Blue, red. Whatever. Yeah, mine's red. color you I, think I, is my favorite. That's my and favorite. And mine's red. Simple. All right, moving on. Crash loves pink. All right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Last question in Fix a Sack this week. We've got, with COD bringing back Rust in Season 2, do you think more games should remaster maps from older games or just keep with new maps and settings? What game and map do you wish a developer would bring back into a current title? From Phil556. So we're talking this twofold. The first part, should more games bring back old maps in games i think no personally sure. i don't i i i i i'm gonna get shit for this one i'm sure i buy new games for new stuff wow i can't mm. believe you said that <laughs> so i'm kind of sick of and and don't get me wrong i it is nice to go back to these old maps blank card i've done it myself where i'm like Oh, this is the, yeah. It's it, it's nostalgia. It brings back that. Oh, I remember this, but it's still not the same. And again, I would much rather build those new memories in these new maps. Mm -hmm. But instead, I'm playing the same maps from Call of Duty Four. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Nuketown. It's uh, a couple other ones I don't know them by name, so I'm not like that into COD. But I'm like, I bought this new game for sixty pounds, and uh, I'm playing the same thing that I played when I was in Year Seven. It's kind of weird. So for me. I would rather you can sprinkle it in here and there, but COD's done the thing where it's it started off really good, where it was just new maps, and then we got one, and now we got another, and now we got Rust. And it's like you're selling me the same shit that I've already bought. Like, and mm. I get I get what the argument's going to be, but you're just getting more added on, right? It's just more. Mm. We've already made these other maps, but I don't feel like we get like the same level of map anymore as we used to in COD. And obviously, because I used to sell them, so they had more a reason to put out more maps and now they have to give them away due to battle pass and stuff like that and people not wanting to split player base but for me it's just like no just just give me new i want new stuff personally um i'm kind of like i i i'll take older maps only if it's the good older map not necessarily because it's popular because i think a call call of duty does a lot like it'll bring back nuketown i don't think nuketown's a good map i think nuketown's just a popular map mm. um, is a balanced map and that's why it's so popular i hate that map so much it's <laughs> such a bad map um i think what's balanced. important yeah <laughs> and it's uh, easy to put in any call of duty gameplay type like yes. the old boots on the ground the run and gun black yep. ops and new modern warfare yeah like it's just it was easy map yeah, yeah. um yeah. I want the best possible multiplayer experience, and if that means you have to put in old maps that smash that work really well, <laughs> um, I'm fine with that. As long as it's not only old maps, uh, like Call of Duty is just like on a whole binge of old maps right now. Yeah, I think as long as it's a decent mix of like old maps and new maps, I'm fine with it. Yeah. As long as it's the best possible map. For In me. the same right. breath, we gotta remember is they want this. The cool, I am, I am not the hardcore COD player. The hardcore COD player wants this. They want Rust back. They want these old maps back. They, yeah. that's what they like. Good for them. 
But if you're asking my opinion, I want no. Zyga? So, I don't have any experience with COD at all, so I'm just going to speak with my experiences with Halo, for example. Okay. I, I personally love it when Halo brings old maps back in either updates or DLC whatnot. Like, one of my favorite maps is Blood Gulch, or I forget what they call it in 3, but, like, that starting, like, Capture the Flag map, where it's just two bases in a box canyon, and it's featured heavily in red versus blue, but, like, whenever they bring old maps back, they always add new things to it. Like, they added, like, a little basement area to the thing. They added cave systems off to the side. So whenever, let's say when Halo 6 comes out and they were to bring back a few old maps, I definitely want to see what changes are added to the map, how uh, new weapons or vehicle types will affect the map in any way. I personally like it when classic maps get revamped, but I do appreciate more newer maps. Like, I want to have a balance of, let's say, 90% new maps, and then 10%, like, oh, here's the classic greatest hits of maps that people already have an understanding of, because I feel like anyone new jumping into the game now is like, oh, I don't know any of these new maps, but I know this one classic map. I'll start multiplayer here and slowly work my way into the new maps. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite, because I find that whenever I play Rust or uh, Nuketown or whatever it is, it's like, the hardcore players know how to play that map. So me, as not a hardcore, as a casual, I come in and I'm just dying every two seconds. Like, oh, God, get a life. Like, at least when we play a new map, like, I can be bad on that map, but you're also learning that map. I'm just bad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where we you play our old map. God. If, uh, like, Call of Duty is every year, right? Mm -hmm. So, and we get, like, a remaster of the same map every year almost it yes. seems right whereas with halo it, th those games are spaced much farther apart does it feel different when the games are farther apart i can only or... talk i talk gears i can't talk halo because mm -hmm. i don't play halo but i don't even like it in gears it's like it's the mm -hmm. same thing where i'm like i love clock tower it's a great map it's my one of my favorite maps of all time but if i want that map i can go play gears of war ultimate i can like mm -hmm. I don't need, and don't get me wrong, we're getting to this weird point. What? Crash is making faces. Go on. It's Clock Tower and Gears of War Ultimate. Gears, Gears 1. It's Clock Tower Gears 1. Yeah. It might be. I, I, I can't remember. Unless I'm talking to the <laughs> wrong map. Two sides. You both start left and right. Clock Tower's in the middle. Boom shot underneath the Clock Tower. I remember that map. That's Gears 1. Yeah, definitely. I'm 100% right. Um, Possibly. What I would, maybe I'm, maybe. Would you rather have a worse map? that's new yes or a better map no i'd rather a worse map that's new at least you're making mm. something new at least i want new like i get i get where all of you are coming from and i'm not talking from a competitive point of view i'm not talking from i'm talking just from i bought this brand new game i open it and don't get me wrong usually it is either up there or something like that it's not usually out of the box but it's like mm. oh i don't want this map i want the old map it's same with PUBG. PUBG should never have added new maps because now all I do is go, I want I want the old map. Like, I know it's not the same point of view, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like, I want... All air and go all the time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't know, man. That's just that's just me, though. That's just me. Maybe that snow map. That snow map sucks. Um... I, that's my <laughs> it's the right size. It's the right size. It's not tiny. It's not giant. I want the giant one, so that's I have right. downtime to hide. 
Mm, I understand. You're scared. And this won't go to Georgie Pool. Exactly. <laughs> Tell me <laughs> that. George, let's Georgie drop Pool. Uh, the other part of this question is what uh, map would you like to see a developer bring back into a current tile? I honestly don't have any because I just don't bring play. Bring back George. Okay. Anything? Anybody got anything? I want Fortnite to bring the OG map from season oh, one back. That would be just dope. To, just to throw people off. That would be dope. New season. Maybe they wait until Fortnite Chapter Three comes out, and then it just it's a it's an old school just bring it back. Ooh, yeah, just to like confuse people. Version one point oh. That would be cool. What, what if like across a whole month they just constantly change the map, quickly updating it through all the updates they've ever had? That would be real cool. Ooh. Hmm. I like it. Get on it. Get, get on it. Epic. Get on it. Epic. You got the money. Make it happen. Uh, let's get into what's been in our box. Uh, we'll start with you, Zyga. What you've been playing this week? Uh, so, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I have slowly been getting back into console gaming. So the only thing I've been playing right now is Halo Reach because I'm addicted to that game, and it is it's the so best good. Halo. It's so oh. good. Yeah, I've just been playing a lot of the multiplayer, uh, usually Griff Ball, because it's just like this fun mini game type that is over like five minutes. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, and Hearthstone, but that's a mobile game. We get out of here. Get out of here. Bunny, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a little game called Darksiders Genesis. Oh, I've heard of that. Uh, How is it? Fun. Uh, it might be my favorite Darksiders game. It's your game of the year so far? See. Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it might be. Let's <laughs> <laughs> game we play. Uh, uh, there haven't been many games this year no, exactly. so far. Everything else got delayed. <laughs> exactly. So, so tell, tell me about it a little bit. What what, um, what what are we expecting when we go into this? Okay, so it's a it is a co-op or single player, like two player co-op or single player, uh, twin stick shooter. Okay. Um, with a little bit of uh, some Metroidvania like. It, your ability later it come back to this level and to unlock everything yeah um you can play as strife or war um in co-op like one person is is one of those horsemen yeah um strife has is mostly like a a gun shooting like he's basically mccree with an extra gun okay um mccree from overwatch Yes, uh, and he's very um, sarcastic, I, I it, guys. talkative kind of thing, uh, and is a, a great counter to War, who Ooh. from Darksiders One, who you have a lot of the same moves. It, it feels really nice to play as War. Um, he's very up in your face, just hacking and slashing and stabbing and punching everything that he possibly can. Yeah, um, and they play off each other really great. So they have these really fun little cutscenes where. Strife will make some really dumb, sarcastic comment, and War just doesn't get it. Um, it, it almost reminds me of uh, Peter Quill and Drax in Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so you, you definitely like that. If you like twin stick shooters at all or Darksiders at all, you're probably going to like this game. It's uh, It's got some issues, but it is fun. Mm. Um, I'm definitely enjoying myself. So uh, what are the issues? Playing this some of the camera stuff is weird like because it's a set isometric camera angle yeah. like diablo right um but there's 
there's been a few points and not very many that is like a huge issue but there's been some points where i'm like in the middle of combat and like a bridge just like completely covers my view and all i can see are the like blue outlines of me and the enemies like just make that like transparent like that would have been really nice um and like some weirdness with getting on the horses and getting off and like it's small things mostly uh nothing that's broken the experience at all um but uh definitely a lot of fun i enjoy that quite a bit um a a lot more than i was expecting to really and we can expect Uh, a review on it soon yes um hopefully the game launches on xbox on friday um and i'm hoping to have that finished probably in time for that so perfect um yeah and then i've been playing uh in my x on my xbox been playing a little bit of these warriors games they're pretty cool um, Dyn- this is dynasty warriors 9 oh, never and this is warriors orochi 4 never uh yeah they, they're just little indie games nobody's ever played them before <laughs> um first game in each series surprisingly uh but uh i've also been playing nhl nice 20, of course i got a problem of course chell is Chell, you're Chell? not calling Chell. You are not calling it's that Chell on this Chell. podcast. Oh, it's called Chell. I'll it kick you off. Chell. Chell. I don't give a Chell. They call it Chell. They I call it. It's what they call it. Was it Coachella? Part of the Chell community. No, it's NHL. But like when you say NHL really fast, you get Chell. No, you don't. No, let me prove it. NHL, NHL, NHL. There you go. Chill, chill, chill. Yeah. No, it's not I not even the same. Times. Look, as someone who's dyslexic <laughs> and can't read at the best of times, don't change words and letters to mean different things, all right? Don't the do people it. People who play the games yeah. call it chill. Yep. You also call football the wrong football, all right? Okay. You call it soccer. Do I? I all right? I still refer to American football as American football. Damn straight. From my time playing FIFA 11. Level. <laughs> Legend, that's why. Um, uh, yeah. Crash? Yeah, no. Um, go on, go on. Really good. Shell is really good this year. Whatever. We don't care about Bring your it hockey. on, Shell 21. Crash, what have you been playing? Apex. Is that it? I played a little bit of Smite. Oh, no. Oh, no. Are you going back? I've been... I've been... Oh, uh, as of late, no. I've been... I've been a little bit tempted. Oh, I've lost Crash. Teach me, Senpai. And I step away. I lost my friends. Not right now, because we're already going long. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Chris will teach you one day. Make uh, it happen. I, I want to know. Okay, just tell me this: is it is it more MOBA than shooter? Because I love. It's this not a shooter game. at all. Battleborn. Okay, it's so not it's way yeah. more. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's I've seen it's it not like, like third-person the... perspective, though, right? Yeah. It is no, third person perspective. We're not doing this. No. It we're is, already uh, going long. Stop. No. Okay. No. Uh, no. We haven't even we haven't even <laughs> got through the news and we're already at hour and I've got to go. To get back no. To no. The Battleborn spoiler cast. Wait. God damn it. I hate you guys suck. Um I wanna get through quickly. Anything else, Chris? Uh no, that's about it. So how's Apex? You enjoying it? Yeah. I carried you uh, to I'm a win today. A lot right now. Didn't I? Did you? I did mean, you know? I did. Didn't I? Know, I? I, fell asleep. I fell asleep during the stream. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I did. We did win. <laughs> you didn't carry to win. That's why you fell asleep. I agree. I mean, I won. We won. And I did the most damage. We did win. I did the most you did damage. did the most damage. I don't know if you did enough damage to quantify as a carry. Literally a thousand damage. 
Yeah. How many kills though? Two. So you did. He did yeah, a lot more damage than he got damage. kills. He shot a lot more people than he killed. That's because my teammates steal my kills. <laughs> no. We didn't have lock kills as a whole team because five whole teams were fighting each other while we were off <laughs> looking at them. Fun. Um, and yeah, I've been playing uh, a little game called Zombie Army 4. I've just finished it literally an hour before doing this podcast. It's good. <laughs> Pardon? One out of ten. No, um, I've got to do a review for it probably. I'll do a video review for it soon. Um, hopefully ASAP. If I had, um, no, I'm not gonna score it on here just because I need to. I need to think about it a bit more. But um, I had a good time with it. It is literally. Would you recommend it? Yes, I would. It's if you look, if you are into zombie shooting games, if you are into hordes of zombies running at you and you kill them with, if you got friends to play, it, even better. If not, yeah, it's fine. It's not. There is nothing more here. That's that's all I'm saying. It's it is a solid third person shooting game where you have light um you've got perks and you've got light uh, upgrade abilities and there's collectibles it is that it's, it is simple it's a very 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 simple game you can turn your brain off you can shoot zombies done that is what it is and there's also testicle shots there's uh, yeah obviously the thing that does bring it up a bit is the fact of it is done by the sniper elite team so it does have like this the x-ray vision kills which are really Mm -hmm. cool do they wear thin after a while no they don't because i enjoy watching it every single (laughs) time no early games and four zombie army games yeah those are wearing off no honestly i don't for me it's the story is just dumb it's so dumb and it's like okay great so I, at the end of the day it was my podcast game i did like i listened to the story to the, and then i'd pause when this story and then carry on listening to a podcast like it wasn't it was the perfect turn your brain off game and if that's what you were looking to go into then that's what you'll get 40 dollars, i believe um so it's not a 60 it's not a 60 dollar game no it took me about i think about eight to ten hours to beat and yeah i had fun with it i had fun i did and i played it solo I, it would be a lot more fun um co-op i think it's better than world war z and we didn't hate world war z me and crash when we played it right yeah it's it's, yeah, it's better than that say. there's more there's better guns um i like the the um like the, the mine you can pick up like mines you can pick up grenades different type of grenades you customize your gun with like electrical or explosive rounds like yeah there's stuff there it's cool it's cool but that's yeah that's enough of that. Let's get into this week's dashboard, aka the news. And uh, we're going to have to skip some, but the big one I want to talk about definitely before is uh, Phil Spencer says, we see Amazon and Google as our main competition. Speaking with a newly launched tech publication protocol, uh, Spencer said to the com- company's Japanese counterpart, lack, lack the means to compete. The Japanese counterpart lacked the means to compete with the high-end clad infrastructure. Quote, When you talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a ton of respect to them, but we see Amazon and Google as our main competition going forward, he said. That's not disrespect, that's not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony, but traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. I guess they could try to recreate Azure, but we've invested tens of billions of dollars in Clad over the years. Zyger, how dare he, right? How dare he say this? Because the internet was on fire, man. I mean, honestly, I agree with Phil, though. Like, N- Nintendo and Sony are playing checkers, and Microsoft 
was playing checkers at the beginning of this generation. They looked over to Amazon and Google who were playing chess. It's like, yo, I need to start playing chess. Yeah. Like in 2018, Sony had a deal with Microsoft to use Azure in the future. They still did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Nintendo's probably going to do the same. Like Nintendo and Sony cannot make a cloud infrastructure. Like if you look at just Sony. Well, uh, Sony does. No, no. Yeah. Nintendo doesn't know what they're Uh, doing. And Sony's PSN is all duct taped together. True. So like, That's very true. Yeah. Microsoft's like planning ahead for the future, which like, okay, I respect that. I think from from a headline standpoint, it is very much calm down, Phil. I like, I, I I was like, oh god, like calm down. You just lost just this gen. But when you think of it from a bigger picture, he makes some really great points, right? Which is. Consoles are dying. Consoles are going away. Obviously, you can look at Sony having the biggest launch ever. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about forever, like in the future. Console mm-hmm. plastic boxes are going away. Like Google say they're here and they're trying. Obviously, not successful. Not no, are but they, trying? they are trying, unfortunately, but not successful. I don't know what they are. <laughs> um, where if you look at when XCloud is here, I've played on XCloud. Like mm-hmm. it is not perfect, but it is very good at the moment in their infrastructure is only getting better across the world and i kind of agree with him except the u.s no in the u.s Um, as well it is getting better year over year the internet is getting better cities that have had it yes absolutely year over year the small towns and cities that have finally decided to put their own infrastructure in yes but in the vast majority of the u.s it is still terrible i watched Patriot about the internet stuff, all right? I know everything I need to know oh, now. I've watched, I watched every episode of Patriot. So have I. I'm more a fan than you are, goddammit. Um, no, but I kind of, yeah, I kind of agree where it's like, yeah, I think, I think I generally believe that Sony will excel Xbox on the next console again because of the brand awareness, the brand loyalty, things like that. I think Xbox is going to do just fine. But I don't think Xbox... I don't. When I say Xbox, I mean Microsoft. Microsoft not worried. They're going to make profits. They're going to make money. They're going to keep playing second fiddle until the right moment comes along. And they're like, okay, here we go. This is this is our moment. This is our chance. This is what we need to do. And it will be... Like yeah. His next quote, though. His next quote is uh, is a bit... Yeah, okay. I don't want to... It's, I'll read it, fine. Uh, I don't want to be in a fight over format wars uh, with those guys while Amazon and Google are focusing on how to get gaming to 7 billion people around the world, he added. Ultimately, that's the goal. Getting gaming to 7 billion people around the world. I, I like that that's still his focus. Like, we want to make gaming as accessible as possible, and Microsoft has done a great job of that so far with game pass and uh xbox live mm-hmm. and the xbox adaptive controller mm-hmm. is insanely cool um I, I like the focus on getting games to getting games specifically to as many people as possible yeah I, that's a huge turnaround from the beginning of this generation <laughs> it is but when the problem i think they have in this and i think crush has brought this up on the show before which is like amazon and google can go for the mobile market where Xbox currently have one mobile game, which is Gears Pop, which at launch, very good. I enjoyed it for 10 seconds, and now I'm done with it. Like, are they then going to... So what's the plan? To leverage the IP to make mobile games like Gears Pop and hope that one of them becomes Hearthstone, uh, Clash of Clans, whatever it is. Is that the plan? Like, 
I don't know. It's interesting. It's very, very interesting to see where we go with Microsoft and how they're going to decide to try and get this to 7 billion people as well. My mum well, doesn't want a controller. My mum doesn't want a controller. Oh, simple yeah. as. And she, oh, yeah. yeah, she would technically be a gamer. Like, she plays games on her phone. Haley's dad in the other room plays um, Candy Crush nonstop. But he doesn't want a controller. And there's something you've spoken about a lot, Crash, which is the casual market don't want controllers. Yeah. Um, it's just, like, it's um, it's going to be kind of hard to sell to those type of people. And I think that'll always be the issue. Even Stadia will have that issue. Um, even Amazon will have that issue. Is getting non people who aren't interested in what they view as gaming into gaming, right? Mm. Technically, when you are playing Candy Crush, you are playing a game. Hundred percent. Um, but they'll never view it like that. And I don't know. I don't know what angle Microsoft's taking in getting these seven billion. Is it through X Cloud or is it through games in general? Because if it's through X Cloud, I don't. I I. I don't think that's a... I think it's both. I don't think it's just... I think they've proved that with Gears Pop, right? Where it's like, all right, well, here's a test case for a game that we wanted to see how it would work. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. We'll, we'll see if they when they announce the next um, mobile game, when they announce Halo Pop or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's how so it, it, it'll be interesting to view, to, to watch this unfold. And... I am interested to see sort of Sony and Nintendo's approach to this in the future because I do think we are going to go into a more of a streaming platform of game 100%. in the future. I don't think it'll be next gen or the no, gen after. I agree. I don't think I don't think plastic boxes will ever go away, but I think they'll have less and less utility. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason plastic boxes won't ever go away is because there are a lot of places in the world where internet isn't accessible, but they do play a lot of games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, and then it'll be like me who are like, I want to build my box and I want to tinker with it and play with yeah. it. Like, you PC nerd, the <laughs> hardware is half the fun, you know. And even with Series X, I am very excited. Yeah, I'm glad you are. I'm glad you does not approve. No, I don't not approve. I'm just thinking to myself, yeah, I'm still struggling to get myself amped up. For this next gen still struggling i'm way more excited for a ps5 than i am a ps uh, an xbox series x hmm. nuts because i know there's gonna be exclusive games right simple i know there's a reason to buy the goddamn box okay yeah simple that makes sense simple do you still, know do i know what that there's a reason to buy the box at launch they yeah. don't have any launch titles confirmed at all i guarantee yeah, yeah, they do. They already have, they already like have one. No, eight. it's not that. It's um, what's that Godfall. game? Godfall. There, there you go. Yeah. It's a launch did, game. Did they confirm that was a launch title. Yeah. I yeah, just heard it was coming to PS5. I thought it was a launch title. It's a launch. My Xbox and me, number one PlayStation Five podcast. <laughs> I hate you. Um, <laughs> we saw you guys on the PS5 today. Yeah. Any any uh, thoughts on this, Zyga? Um. The Microsoft thing? Or with the uh, Amazon and system? Google, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought I already gave my thoughts on it. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I, you, I was the first person you asked. Oh, might have been. I don't know. I, I zone out after a while. <laughs> Next up, uh, dude, I'm not going to lie. Four-man podcasts. I, I've missed just two-man podcasts and we've crashed already. I'm like, get these smucks out of here. No, um, <laughs> sorry. I apologize for that. Uh, Square Enix Outriders coming holiday 2020. Ziri, it's a Series X confirmed game. Uh, brand new trailer. Did anyone see the trailer for this? Yeah. No. I, haven't, 
I'm not. Yeah, brand new trailer dropped for the Square Enix Outriders has been revealed. Uh, we'll be launching Holiday um, for not just the Xbox Series X, uh, what, sorry, not the Xbox One, PS4 and PC, but also for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Outriders news trailer, uh, which you can see below, you can't, shows more <laughs> than uh, one to three players, drop in, drop out, third person, shoot up and takes place on the ruined world of Enco. Enoch? Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. Enoch, Enco. See, I go for yeah. No, I think yours makes yours makes way more sense. I'll give you that. I also read it as the way Fix said it. Okay, but I said like, oh no, that's that's accurate. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not the only dumb one here. I'm, that's good. Okay. Yeah, nope. I, I read it exactly how you said it. That's why I'm here. I have an English. Degree. Are you sure it's Enoch? Enoch. Enoch. It's definitely Enoch. Knock. Yeah. C H doesn't make a k sound. At the end of the word, it. And, and usually when it comes after no, it does. That's see, dyslexia sucks. Stupid, I so. hate it. English, English sucks. English, English sucks. Yo, whoa, whoa, yeah. that's all bully the English guy. Okay, I see how it is. No, Calm down, English everyone. Language. Oh, I speak English too, Fix. Do you? That's pretty sort of. You speak American. We speak English. True. We speak the improved upon version of uh, with freedom. Yeah, <laughs> with a little bit of freedom thrown in there. I, you realize that I edit this podcast, right? I will edit you yeah, out oh, of shit. this podcast. Oh, you all have a podcast. <laughs> you have one podcast. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of downtime in this podcast. I've done it once. I'll do it again. Um, <laughs> He's just asked the question. Nobody. <laughs> sat uh, there for like five minutes. <laughs> 2K Games uh, announced the new studio founded by Call of Duty director. 2K Games has officially announced the name of the 2K Silicon Valley um, studio, a development studio founded in 2019 by ex-Sledgehammer Games co-founder Michael Condry. Going forward, it will be called 31st Union, and the studio is already working on a new IP. Quote, 31st Union is off to an incredible start with a passionate and talented team. And, and in... Yeah, into go on, guys. Someone's following and, it. In, and intention to culture. Thank you. All right, cool. There you go. I got you. I got you. All right, all right. Bunny just come in and took out my whole statement. Jesus. <laughs> new, I, new IP. We're extremely excited to buy. Said Quadri in the statement. Wait, wait. Bunny was helping <laughs> you. He was offering you help. He nah, was a helping hand. You. And, uh, oh my. He says somebody help me. I help him. This is what I get. I God. just need one word. All <laughs> right. With the one word. I just need one word. God damn it. It was um, intention fix. You want me to spell it for you? Whoa, okay, now we're actually going to bully me on my own podcast. Say no more. Don't worry. Now you're going to pay cut. Simple. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I mean, oh, no. There's no, real, there's no real news here, to be honest with you, apart from the studio's got a name. So congratulations to them. Look forward to seeing what they do. Take two. Don't screw yeah, it up. Same. Don't screw it up. Yeah. 2K, not take two. Uh, sorry, yeah. 2K. Don't oh, screw it up. you're right. Yeah. Did I say take two the first time? No, you said 2K. So you, you said 2K. Cool. Ubisoft confirms five AAA games planned for release of late 2020 and early 2021. Ubisoft will releasing five new AAA games in 2020 to 2021, with three of them being released by the end of this year, and two of them being in early 2021. That sounds so weird, sound that. And none of them will be beyond Good and Evil 2. Quote. We have been, we have evolved our organization structure in recent months and in order to strengthen our focus on higher potential titles and we are very excited about the idea of releasing five new AAA games in 2020 to 2021, said Ubisoft CEO Yves Galmont. During the Q3 
Khufu, Q3 TY2020 Investors Call during the Q&A. Blah, 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 blah. They go on to say, Beyond the Evil 2 is not one of the five planned games um, releasing this year. So, we got Watch Dogs, Rainbow Six, Quarantine, uh, Gods of Monsters, Assassin's Creed, and I'm missing one. Is yeah, that what it was? Wait, what? You all spoke once. No, it won't be Skull and Bones. Don't lie. You think that game's coming out? Yeah, I, I do, know. but just not yet. I think it's dead. It might be. Might be dead in the water. I don't think so. I want it to be dead in the like water. A sinking ship. Ah, <laughs> Jesus, that was bad even for you. Um, Beyond Good and Evil, the next gen game, right? Yes. Definitely. Early next gen. Would you be good? Uh, It'd be good for it. I would It'd be good for it. Next I, I think so. You think so? I think mid next gen. I think Jason uh, Schreier on Twitter said that it was going to be a new Far Cry game. Ooh. Ooh. Is it going to be Far Cry 6? I mean. Uh... He said a new Far Cry game. He well, did not say what it would be. I'm not. Nah, you know, you've said that now. You, I went. Ooh, I enjoyed Far Cry. 6 was going to be like an actual sequel to 5. Crap, what was the level Far Cry we played? What was it? What was it called? With the we two twins? Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, New Dawn, New that's Dawn. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Far Cry New Dawn was okay. It wasn't it anything crazy. It had some crazy. really interesting weapons, but yeah, it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. The, uh, like, but... It had that like, blade launcher yeah. slingshot I, thing. I, I remember cool. that, yeah. And again, they do such a bad job with the villains in there. They're so interested and don't get any time on screen. Yep. It sucks. Yep. So the only one that I and really enjoyed was free. they Voss for a long time. But they gave Voss screen time. Uh, yeah, exactly. They just and give, them, give him screen time. And That's... they haven't given any of... They didn't give Troy Baker screen time in 4 nope. or the Joseph, yeah. the, the actual lead guy. They didn't give him nearly enough screen time. He had two games. Voss. They still weren't good enough. Yeah, like... <laughs> still didn't have as much screen time as Voss did in one. No, Voss is amazing, uh, though. Yeah. One of the best villains ever. Shout out to Voss. Absolutely. Mm. Are any of you excited for any of these Ubisoft games, though? Obviously, I, I'm i really excited I'm for Rainbow. I'm having a hard time getting excited. No. <laughs> You're having a hard time getting excited? I've got a pill for you if you need uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a hard time getting excited for this. I mean, I'm looking forward to a new Assassin's Creed, obviously. Um, they've taken enough time away that I want a new one, which is good. That's how I should be feeling about video mm -hmm. game franchises. Um, Gods and Monsters did nothing for me in that weird teaser at E3 that they had. Um, Rainbow Six, I'm a huge Rainbow fan, so to have a new Rainbow game, which is PvE, um, I'm interested in that personally. And then Watch Dogs, me and Watch Dogs have a love-hate relationship, but I do like the look of this new one. I'm not sure how I feel about this new one. Okay. what What's wrong with it? I just don't know, like, it doesn't feel like it has a main character. It, it feels it like doesn't. a concept. It yeah, it feels like a concept instead of a game, you know, like, from what okay. I've seen, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah, it does make sense. Why? Why? I like, I was, I've said this on the podcast a couple of times, but I feel like Watch Dogs Legion will be the first next-gen feeling game that we might not get in that on this gen, but maybe next gen, whatever happens. Um, that like for me, it's like every every game that's came out so far, not as graphically beautiful, but from a gameplay perspective, could have been done on the three sixty. Yeah, I feel like I might be wrong. There might be a few out uh, there that I'm like, mm, maybe I'm wrong. 
Yeah. Do you mean, know there's there's some things I think that the the RAM and the CPU power jump that we got yeah. from 360 to, to Xbox One is like what? Uh, uh, the Nemesis system in um, okay, good example. Uh, yeah, yeah, Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor did yeah. not work in the uh, on on the 360. Perfect. Just did not work. Okay. Yeah, and then we saw a huge evolution of that uh, when they ditched that old hardware with uh, Shadow of War. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The Nemesis system is huge. Like I that like memory. That's and, a good. That's a good point. Uh, tracking and actually being able to process that at a reasonable time. Uh, the, the the power of the hardware definitely unlocked that gameplay wise. Fair enough. Okay, so I'll go second then. The second second next gen figling game is because I, the fact that you can walk up to anybody and just be them mm-hmm. to me is magical. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's definitely interesting. Um, again, it, it like for to me, it feels like a concept. Like it, it's a cool idea. It like playstation has dreams i'm like that's a cool idea but what's the game right well i feel like he's still gonna have a story i still feel like there's gonna be a story going on and watch dogs after that yeah and i just i don't know how interested in that i'm going to be you know have you liked the past watch dogs i uh i liked a bit of watch dogs one i really did like watch dogs two um i i like a bit of watch dogs one (laughs) I'm just gonna Not be a hard time. The driving, right? <laughs> oh my god! It's always the driving. Oh, the driving's um, awful. The uh, the driving's terrible in that game. Um, Watch Dogs Two is pretty good. Um, like I didn't finish it, but it, it was. You sound like Crash. Wanted, you don't finish games. I, uh, you play enough to get. A I don't have. Opinion. I don't have a a problem with putting a game down if I'm not enjoying it enough. Fair like, enough. I, I it's that. too much time to put in <laughs> can we get buddy on the podcast for a minute <laughs> should i leave should i leave uh yeah, my face. <laughs> how many um, games you beat this year crush oh man i you know i'm not gonna be able to beat code vein why because i got so that was last year different... scrub i know but there's two different paths to take and i freaked out because i didn't finish something and then later <laughs> it turned out because i didn't finish that one thing I got stuck with a boss that's like impossible to be. Oh, you did what I did in Sekiro. Yeah. <laughs> gotta get good, man. Yeah, don't get good. Just just stop. Stop altogether. <laughs> Zygar, any of these games tickle your fancy? I definitely want to try Rainbow Six because like the last one, Siege, yeah. I was interested in, but it's all PvP and I'm not super PvP focused. So I dropped out immediately. But this one, since it's PvE, I'm far more interested in. Um, I'm interested in the new Assassin's Creed because I love Odyssey so much. I'm I'm excited to see what Ubisoft does to improve on that. Yeah. And Watch Dogs, I have a love hate relationship. Also, yeah. I loved one, didn't love two. You loved one. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah, wait, wait, what? Wait, oh my god. One, I thought I had a Can't far more interesting story. Wait, wait, everyone, calm down. One at a time. Go, I feel like Watch Dogs one had a far more interesting story than Watch Dogs two. Watch Dogs two was the most predictable thing of all time. I guess the entire game in like the first chapter of the game, it's like, okay, this game, super easy. I didn't care about any of the characters. They were all super bland. The story was, I thought, kind of a mess. And like, they just decided like halfway through that they wanted to do one thing and then change that direction completely. It's like, nah, the world I thought was better. The gameplay I thought was better in two. But the story I thought was better in one. The story Look, this is in so one. Much more interesting than 
every single character in Watch Dogs um, 1. I haven't played it, but I agree. Watch Dogs 1 is basically like the main characters. No, I know. Block. It's ridiculous. It's, just, it's horrible. It, uh, uh, and, uh, can we kick Zyger out of my Xbox? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm right, totally down to put it for a vote. I'm totally down to put it for a vote. Zyger, that might be I the worst hot take you've been deducted you might pay again, alright? No. That might be the worst hot take you've ever had. Ever. I'll surprise you if that's something else. Don't worry. Yo, know what? I don't care about you anymore. Crash, you good? Uh, you feeding these Ubisoft what? games? Uh, everything but the Watch Dogs game. What, Gods and Monsters? Yeah. Yeah, Snake Breath of the Wild. You don't know I, I that. Liked what I, saw. I, I liked the that. art style that we saw. <laughs> Aesthetically, it was Snake Breath okay. of the Wild. Mythology Fine. is pleasing to me. I'm excited for this game. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then Assassin's Creed, they have stealth again, Fix. What's not to like about that? They had stealth in the last one. I know it'll be one before that. No, they had fake stealth. They had stealth. They didn't have uh, assassinations. They, they had, had stealth. They had fake stealth. They had stealth. It was fake stuff. It wasn't fake. It was fake. All right. We're not going to argue today, Crash. Here are the UK top 10 games ending in February the 8th. Number one, FIFA 20. Number two, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Number three, GTA 5. Number four, Ring Fit Adventure. Number five, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number six, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Number seven, Minecraft. Number eight, Zombie Army. Oi, oi. Number nine, hey. Luigi's Mansion. And number 10, NBA 2K20. Crash. That was all me, mate. Me talking about it last that week on the podcast. Yeah. I boosted all the ratings for the UK. It was me. You made it number eight. I made it. Yeah. Do you remember when uh, Greg got um, Taco Eater or whatever it was in the uh, PlayStation Taco chart? Master? That was it, Taco Master. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? That was magical. That was magical. Uh, games we go this month. Uh, you have got TT Isle of Man from February 1st to February 29th. You have got Call of Cthulhu from February 16th to March 15th. That's I had a brain fart. Which one? Uh, the 16th. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, cool. Oh, Fable uh, Heroes available from February 1st to February 15th. And Star Wars Battlefront available February 16th to February 29th. If you haven't downloaded the games, do it. You paid for them. Do it, do it, do it. So there you go. Games with gold, free. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Super Killer Bunny. Our games with gold, free. Uh, sort of. Okay. Plug, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. Crash, where are you going to plug this week? Uh, okay, fine. Sure. <laughs> uh, Bunny, what are you plugging this week? Yo, my Xbox and me.com on Friday going to have a review up for Darksiders Genesis. Check that out. And at some point, maybe Warriors of Rochi 4 Ultimate. Yeah, if we get the code. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know what's going uh, on. I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting just like I, you, I promise. Oh, I'm, I'm breathing. I'm not holding my breath. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I was told, I, gar I guarantee you, if I go downstairs today, I will go check <laughs> off the podcast. There's a physical copy in my letterbox. Guarantee you. <laughs> Zyga, uh, you, anything else? Yeah. Uh, check me out on Twitter. Yes, do it. And on Twitch. Twitch hey, 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 hey. You have to be live to be checked out on Twitch. I told you beforehand. Hey. Hey, I'm not live right now. <laughs> should you be going live right now? Should I have streamed the whole podcast? No, yeah. you shouldn't have. Was Zyga, I supposed to do that? What are you going to plug this week? Uh, my Xbox.com. I'm going to write stuff this week. 
But also, this episode comes out what, Friday for yeah, normal people. Right? Yeah, yeah, normal people. It's They're not aliens, the, the Patreon supporters. Jesus. <laughs> so, so it's Friday. It's Valentine's Day. Go take your Valentine to go see the new Sonic movie. Also, I'm going to be on Trevor's we... podcast, Ultimate Gameless Show. That we... also comes out on Fridays. Okay, are we getting paid to promote Sonic now? No, but it's a Valentine's Day. Am I not talking to you guys? It, it, is about, it is a rom-com between a hedgehog and a man. <laughs> Yeah, furries Thanks. unite. Let's go. <laughs> what are your plans for Valentine's Day? None. No, I don't. Not, I don't. Go to Sonic. I don't celebrate Valentine's Day because I will not let society tell me when to love my fiance. <laughs> you could take Haley to go see Sonic. I'm no, just saying. I'm not going to take Haley to see Sonic. You know what? Sonic is not a Valentine's Day movie, so you should go watch it with Haley. Perfect. I'll do it. Not about I'll do it. Hedgehog and a man. I'll do it. I'll do it. Sounds it's good. Not for furries. Go I'll... do a double feature of Birds of Prey and Sonic the Hedgehog. I can't do double features because we only get four hours of free parking. It sucks. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that sounds like an easy solution. Just watch. Watch well, Sonic twice. It's an hour and a half. No, because you, no, you got no, because you, you that's that. not how it works. You can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. Um, what are we plugging this week? Uh, myxboxandme.com. Go check it out. It's worth it. No, Bunny's got some work. Oh, shut up. Uh, Bunny's got some work going up there. Zyga's killing it with the news. I'm proud of everyone. So thank you. Thank you both for coming on. Uh, we'll be sure to get you back on soon. Um, next, we got the nanobiologist, hopefully, next week. Hopefully. We'll see. And uh, yeah, next time we'll record it in the morning because the only person asleep was Bunny. Hey. It's the truth. Until next it's time. It's true. I will love you, leave you, and see you later. Goodbye.